Here's what's cooking on today's Sports Stove Local Hour. We are previewing the EKU defensive lineman room. That's right, head, uh, not head coach, but defensive line coach Jeremy Hawkins joins us. And we also got Marvion Field and, of course, the one and only Ryan Jackson. That's what's cooking on today's Sports Stove Local Hour. McKinney looks, sets to the pocket, throws open, receiver, touchdown! Colonels, we're not done yet! Our identity is we're going to press for 40 minutes, we're going to play up-tempo, we're going to play with unbelievable passion, and then our brand is the most exciting 40 minutes in sports. Welcome in to an all-new edition of the Sports Stove Local Hour presented by Mad Mushroom Pizza. Serving Colonel since 2016, Mad Mushroom, located right across the street from EKU's campus, is ready to serve you. You can head right inside, have a seat, watch some TV while you're there, enjoy pizza, enjoy some grinders, enjoy some other things that are there. Mad Mushroom will take care of you. And if you go into the store and order, all you got to do is mention the Sports Stove Podcast. They're going to give you $5 off your order of $20 or more. Or you can order online at madmushroom.com. Use the code SPORTS5. You're going to get that same discount of $5 off of $20 purchase or more. Today, we are previewing the defensive line group. In just a few moments, Ryan will be with us. Uh, and he is, uh, we're in the middle of camp. Uh, not, not we, they're in the middle of camp. And uh, so very busy schedule and things like that. Ryan should be on with us in the next uh, 10 minutes or so. And I'm hoping he can join us. Uh, for our first interview, uh, but we're going to get started with Adam, and that's okay. Uh, he'll be here as soon as he can. Uh, so our first guest of the evening is the defensive line coach from EKU, the one and only Coach Jeremy Hawkins. Coach, how you doing? I'm doing great. How about yourself? Hey, I'm doing fine. Uh, we also want to introduce you as our Cincinnati Bengals insider. Um, congrats <laughs> to your wife on the, the position there in Cincinnati. Hope things are going well for her and the family and everything with that transition. Busy time for the family right now, right? Oh, it is. It is. It's that time of the year. Everybody's um, ripping and running and going everywhere. It's, it's a little bit better than last year, though, because, you know, my wife has been in recruiting at UK for the longest. And, you know, wow. that, that's that's a lot better than, you know, dealing with, you know, you know <laughs> weekends of recruits and babysitters everywhere. So we're, yeah. we're good. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, I, I want to say thank you to coming on. I mean, I know you guys are incredibly busy right now uh, with camp started up. How, how's the start of camp going? Oh, it's good so far. Um, today was the first day, um, you know, with helmets today. So then the guys get out there and run around and kind of, you know, um, you know, just enjoy themselves a little bit, man, and, and, and get, you know, get back used to playing the game of football. Yeah. Has there, uh, has there been an experience at EKU? We'll just use your time at EKU where a kid comes in for camp. And I mean, you guys have been practicing through the summer doing different things, but where a kid comes into camp and after day one, you see it in his eyes like, nah, this kid ain't cut out for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the, it usually takes a little bit longer than day one. You, you know, you, you get some guys that haven't been in and haven't been here for the entire summer that you kind of can tell like, okay, well, they, they haven't done a lot of working out and running and good stuff like that. But, you know, they, they usually take them, you know, to about maybe two days after pass to kind of, you know, figure out they really want to be here or not. <laughs> now, your room has uh, has some transition this year. You right. had some uh, some really really solid vets that graduated off. Uh, you got two guys that are in in camps in the NFL right now. 
Um, when you lose that kind of stuff, how do you make that transition to the, the guys this year? I know you have faith in them, confidence in them, all that kind of stuff. But, I mean, you lost some pretty big pieces, right? Yeah, you know, yeah. you got TK. Um, that's at Tennessee Titans. And so it's – I'll tell you this, man. I'm happy for those guys, and it's great that they're doing that and they can, you know, put on for EKU at their respective NFL teams. Um, but, you know, we, we got to do what we got to do here. You know, it's it, – we, we can't take a step back. We got to actually, you know, make plays doing it, you know. So – on to the next, right? That's it. I mean, so to speak, you know. But sure, sure. You know, but you you miss those guys for sure, and 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 I'm proud of them, and I I talk to them every every other day. So, um, yeah. but for sure, we, we got to make sure that we um, just don't miss a beat when it comes to um, making plays um, for this defensive line for this defensive unit. Now, before Ryan gets on, Ryan should be jumping on here before too long, but uh, Ryan Jackson's co-hosting with us this year and had a blast just getting to know him better and things like that. He has talked about, you know, hey, I've waited my time, uh, but now is my time. Uh, so guys like Ryan that have been here, have been around, have done some things, how do you uh, – uh, what's the expectation, I guess? Oh, there we go. He's back. <laughs> what's the expectation for a guy like Ryan Jackson who's been in the program now for three years? The expectations is, is for him to step up and be a full-time starter for us. Um, also, step up and be a, a, a vocal um, leader. Um, he, he has led in so many different ways, but but now we got to hear his voice every day, you know, in that defensive line room, the meeting room, on the field, and so on. So that's just one of those deals that he has to do, and he's, he's going to do He's been doing a good job of it in spring ball. He's been doing a good job of it, you know, throughout the summer. So we're excited about him. Is it, do you find it hard for those guys when they've had some guys that have come in? I mean, the, the defensive line room has been full of transfers that come in from big schools, um, big-time producers, different things like that. When those bigger personalities leave, is it harder for the guys who've been around to step up and lead, do you think? Or is it purely personality and, and kind of from there? Um, we we gotta we we try to build a a, a um environment in this room where you know you kind of breed that um that they see it done the right way then it's kind of done that way by them too. Yeah, I love it. Uh, let's talk about the guys you got in the room this year. Um, we're gonna have, have Marvion Field on here in just a few minutes as well. Um, you've added uh, him. You've got Rodney White comes in from uh, East Tennessee. Um, you've got, of course, Darian Baker returning, uh, along with, with of, of course, Ryan as well. Um, this room, I want to start off with the, the, nice, the nice things, right? What do you like about these guys that are here this year and about the room that you have this year? Well, I can tell you this right here. Um, they work hard, for sure. Hmm. They're hard workers, and they continue to do that every day. Um, if they continue to do that every day, then – um, we'll be successful. Rodney has come in, man. He was all conference player at, e at ETSU. Um, Marvion's come in. He was a good player at Elon. So, but you know, it's not just a plug and play situation. Those guys got to you know learn too. Um, just like TK did when he came in. He came in at, from LSU and he had to learn and go through his situations and his process to um, play defense line position too. Yeah. Do you have a preferred number for your rotation? Like, are you uh, do you like to have six guys? Do you like to have eight guys? Is there a preference? Uh, 
I would like to have as many as possible. <laughs> <laughs> if they can play, they can play for sure. We, yeah. you know, we, we're gonna have, we're gonna rotate the first two teams for sure. But if we got some other guys that can kind of get it done for us, then we'll, we'll definitely get them on the field for us. Um, I wanted to ask you about Jeremiah. He came in last year as a freshman. The reason I ask about him is he he grew up in the same area I grew up in. He played ball at Smyrna. I grew up in Murfreesboro. So I kind of keep up. I, I like to see him work. And I've been told he's been working really hard uh, as well. But he is young. Uh, so what's that potential for the young guys to be able to step up and earn that playing time? It's, it's a ton of potential for him, for sure. He, he's worked his tail off, gained a lot of weight. Got more explosive, more stronger. Um, he, he he's a true hard worker, man. Proud of him, what he's done this summer, um, and hopefully we take some strides on the football field too. And I think we will. Uh, man, I tell you what, it's going to be a fun year. But I got to ask this question, and this is not the fun question to ask. But last year, one of the one of the biggest issues was the run defense. It wasn't just the D line; it was just the run defense as a whole. Um, you know, what's the um, I guess is that is that a sticking point this year? Is that one of those things that's being heavily hit on? Hey, we've got to improve this area of the defense. One hundred percent, we got to get better. Period. And we got to get better. That's, that wasn't a good deal. It wasn't a good year. We got to get better. Uh, first two games of the year, big games: Cincinnati, Kentucky. Of course, Kentucky's right off the road, so everybody's excited about that. I think the Cincinnati game is just as going to be just as much fun as well. Uh, easily travelable for EKU fans to go and, and participate in and things like that as well. Um, I know you guys go game by game. Uh, so what's that that first game, Cincinnati? I mean, how how quick do you get into Cincinnati versus right now? I'm sure. Uh, right now, I'm sure is a lot of just still starting those fundamentals and everything like that. Uh, but when you're planning for their Big 12 opponent this year, um, mm-hmm. so what? I'm sure you try to keep it just a game as normal. But is there anything extra? You go, hey, these guys are going to be a little bit bigger and a little bit faster than some of the guys we're going to face this year. Uh, what goes into that game plan? Well, I, I'll tell you this right here: we got to work on ourselves first. If we don't get the fundamentals down of what we have to do in this defense, then we won't ever be able to play with them. So uh, when we go through this camp, it's, you know, and they have to camp, you know, you still got a week out the camp to kind of, you know, um, just work on yourselves, get your fundamentals down, small details and learning this defense, uh, understanding formations, fronts, and and just splits and just small stuff like that. So you can slow the game down for yourself on the football field. If If we don't do that, then we won't have a chance. Do you have a um, key motto or a key phrase uh, for your defensive line this year, kind of one main focus that you're going into? I think we lost coach. Oh, there he is. Uh, sorry, do you, have, do you have like one main priority, one focus of the defensive line room this year? Yep. About to walk into a meeting here in a second here. Okay, <laughs> uh, so that's the last thing I got for you. What what's the priority for the defensive line this year? Um, to be honest with you, just to you know, um, make plays, do your job, and make plays. You know, um, you, you don't want to be outgapped. You want to be, you know, um, sound in everything that you do. Um, effort has to be premium, um, and, and make your plays you're supposed to make, and and go hard. Awesome. Coach, we really appreciate you taking time for us tonight. I hope that you have a good rest of your camp. 
Okay, thank you. Appreciate you. See, Coach. That's Jeremy Hawkins, defensive line coach, EKU football. And like I said, incredibly busy right now. They just got done with practice uh, or something medium. I'm not sure what it was uh, about uh, about 10 minutes ago. And he jumped on with us, and he's going right into another meeting. So lots of things happening there. And uh, sure appreciate him taking the time for us today as well. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we should have defensive linemen, either Ryan Jackson or Marvy on field. One of them will be here. Uh, let's take a quick break and hear a word from Mad Mushroom Pizza. Mad Mushroom Pizza is now a proud sponsor of the Sports Stove Podcast. Mad Mushroom, home of the original cheese sticks. Proudly serving EKU's campus, Mad Mushroom offers Colonel's amazing pizza, cheese sticks, wings, grinders, and so much more. Next time you visit, tell them the sports stove sent you, and you'll get $5 off any order over $20. Or visit online, madmushroom.com, and when you order, enter the code SPORTS5, SPORTS5, and you'll get that $5 off any order over $20. Mad Mushroom, feed your head. Welcome back into the Sports Stove Local Hour presented by Mad Mushroom Pizza. And again, I want to say thank you to Coach Jeremy Hawkins for taking some time to chat with us tonight. And uh, we caught him walking through the hallways, and so we uh, some of the audio messed up. But it's all good. I hope that you enjoyed that interview. It is now time for our second interview of the evening. Uh, one of the newer players for the EKU football team. It's defensive lineman Marvion Field. Uh, hey, man, how you doing? I'm doing good, sir. How you doing? Doing fine. Now, I know you guys have been busy. We just got done talking to Coach Hawk uh, and uh, crazy, crazy time. How did uh, day one of camp go? Uh, day one was good. Uh, it was definitely energetic out there. Um, I really felt the energy from the guys. A lot of effort, a lot of great stuff going on, a lot of uh, a lot of stuff to improve on as well. But, you know, overall, just a very solid first day. Is there a big difference between coming from Elon to, to EKU? Oh, yeah, it's, it's a huge difference, honestly, uh, you know, and it's a good thing. Like, uh, you know, I came from a place where uh, I feel like, you know, we necessarily didn't work as hard as we do here at EKU. And, you know, that's a that's a good thing for me because I want to be pushed to, to, you know, my limits. And I also want to see my teammates push to their limits so, you know, we can go out there and get a championship. And whether that's, you know, conference and the national championship, we want it all. So, you know, we got to gotta do the right things and we got to be pushed. So that's, you know, that's the biggest difference in me. I love it. Now, what ultimately brought you to EKU? I would say the the tradition of the school, um, just mm. being like around the the coaches and just you know seeing the culture and and experiencing that vibe of you know being in this type of environment uh, that definitely you know changed my mind uh, about where I wanted to go to school at, and that was you know go to EKU. So that was that was definitely my biggest my biggest thing. Yeah, I'm always interested, especially with transfers. Um, how that how that looks because especially now in the last two or three years with the amount of transfers that come through it's hard to maintain that culture and it seems like EKU's been able to maintain that culture that coach Wells has installed and and the coaching staff has been a big part of have you seen that with the coaching staff uh, that they have been able to be a big part of what's going on uh, in the program to kind of maintain and, and carry over what you expected Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, that's the main things they, they press on us. Uh, you know, our four biggest, basically biggest uh, testament to the team. Uh, we have to be prideful. We have to have a passion. We have to be mentally tough. 
and we have to always do the right thing. So that's just, you know, keeping that culture and keeping that tradition is the main thing the coaches try to do because they know that's what the team is built off of. So ultimately, that's what we got to do. That's, that's what it is. And we welcome in now our co-host, Ryan Jackson, making it in from practice as well. I'm sure you guys just saw each other most of the day. But, uh, Ryan, how you doing, man? I do know that guy. You know that guy? (laughs) (laughs) He was calling you names earlier, Ryan, but no, I'm just kidding. Uh, (laughs) I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, Welcome, Ryan. Uh, So, we just talked with Coach Hawk, and he was talking about the um, the need for everyone, you know, to do their job, fill their role, make plays, um, those sorts of things. So, Marvion, when you're when you're looking at that idea, what what do you bring to the table for this defensive line? Uh, you know, my job uh, being a boundary and being that being in that strong side of the defense uh, is to basically uh, hold my gap. And to make plays because that's what it is. Like when in, in this defense, we're not here to just, you know, be gap fillers. We're not here to just be, you know, just be those those type of players. We're here to be game changers. We're here to make plays. So my job is to go out there, do my job to the best of my ability, while also making those game changing plays. Uh, what's the most exciting thing you can do on the field? A sack, an interception, forced fumble. What would be you say the most exciting thing, or something else that I didn't mention? Uh, the most exciting, I would probably say a touchdown. That's got to be it. Uh, I've never, I've never scored in college, really, nor in my career. So like, that would just be it. I feel like a, a touchdown, something taking something to the house, is, that's gonna set the whole stadium off right there. <laughs> now, Ryan, you've been there for defensive touchdowns, and you've seen some rumbling, tumbling touchdowns from D linemen in the past. So, uh, yeah, what's that experience like when the crowd crowd sees a defender, especially a uh, and by big, I don't mean that negatively, but a bigger, bigger defender. It's crazy because for if if one of your teammates score a touchdown, you're really too focused in on the moment of the touchdown. Hmm. And you're, you're hype and you're happy for your teammate, and then you turn your back, and then you see the crowd just erupting, <laughs> and they they're just they're all on their feet, they're all lively. It's it's an awesome feeling, not only to see like your teammate put in the work, he put in the effort, he was ready for this play, and then he makes the play. So you're happy for him at first, and then you turn around and you, you get to reap the benefits of it because everybody's ha- happy for you because you could have done something really bad on that play, but your teammate made up for you. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing better than when you mess up, but but it still works out <laughs> one way or the other. Um, Marvin, how's it been with adjusting to the locker room? You got guys, a couple guys that have been here for a little while, Darian, uh, Ryan, uh, Jeremiah was here last year too, and then you got you, you got Rodney, you got some new guys in there also do you feel like the the room is coming together pretty pretty quickly yeah for surely uh, especially in the locker room too you know all the guys we all get along great um you know i was here in spring so i was able to you know get acquainted with all those guys a, a bit earlier than most of the new transfers but um even with the the new transfers like they fit in so so well like it's almost like they've been here for a year or so so you know i feel like you know that 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 culture was what really tied us all together so i think that's what you know really makes us like you know tight group tight knit group so ryan you got any questions for marvin um more transferring from elon because that's in where where is elon again sorry i don't know it's, it's right it's elon north carolina right in the middle okay okay north carolina is has it been a huge culture shock going from north carolina to kentucky 
Uh, I would say, I would say, like in terms of the states, the states aren't too different. But in terms of where Elon is and and Richmond, Elon and Richmond is completely different. Like Elon is more like I would say this: Elon, in terms of the school, it was majority people from the Northeast, right? So it's it's almost like you're getting a Northeast vibe. Like you're in New York, you're in Massachusetts, you're in one of those kind of areas because that's just what you're around so much. Versus being down here, like in Richmond, Kentucky, it's more like of a southern feeling. Like I feel like I'm closer to home. I'm closer to my home in Georgia. Like there's it's my, a lot more similarities in that area versus like in North Carolina and that specific area where it's more majority northeastern people. So I would say that's probably the biggest difference. Just like the basically like the region, I would say. Yeah, uh, I've never been to Hampton, Georgia, where it says you're from. Um, but I've been in, in Georgia and multiple places in Georgia. I like, I think Kentucky and Georgia is pretty, pretty even. Right. Yeah. I say, you know, other than Atlanta, that's, it's, it's even, it's, it's nothing much different other than Atlanta. Yeah. There's not really an Atlanta comparison in Kentucky. I don't think, uh, that's yeah. <laughs> not, there's no Atlanta comparison anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> now, did you have any connection with any of the players on the roster? Uh, EKU roster? Um, I did not have direct connection now. Uh, star wide receiver, uh, Jado, Jaden Smith, when he was younger, he was probably about fifth or sixth grade at the time. He probably don't even hardly remember. But uh, we actually used to train together because we used to train with this uh, one trainer. He was like a running back trainer, but he, you know, basically just specialized in, in speed and agility. And I, that was probably the first time I met Jaden. He was about fifth, sixth grade. He was yay high. He wouldn't, you know, he, he wouldn't even recognize him now, you know what I'm saying? So it, that's probably the one person, like, I remember when I came to EKU, I was like, dang, I remember that guy. Like, he was real young, though, at the time. But, yeah. Who, who was faster, you or Jado? Uh, to, to be told, I did route him up that one day. I did route him up. I, I was playing a little tight end. I hit a little inside route, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, he's always got that killer speed, man. He yeah. That's a dog right there. He would blow me out the water. Ryan, we're going to clip this out. You can take it into the locker room. Uh, we had this last year with Matt Jackson and Joseph Sewell, a little bit of a, oh, yeah, back when we were younger, I took him and all this kind of stuff. But uh, you'll have to, you have to take that into Jaden to make sure. That's confirm that's actually funny because I trained at the same place with uh, Matt Jack and Joseph Sewell. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah, I played at, yeah. Trained at the same spot as them. Yeah. Jo- Joseph told us last year that he uh, he beat Matt on a route, and Matt said, I don't know. I don't remember that. That didn't happen. Matt, Matt's uh, never going to admit to me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Marvia. Uh, from Iowa, Joseph Sewell definitely won more than he lost. Okay, yeah, Sewell's a big boy, yeah, but he had a lot of speed too. Uh, Marvian, if you if you uh, could play a different position, uh, what position would you want to play? Ooh. tight end or probably I would say running back. Okay, well, I was gonna see. I was gonna clarify too. Not not which position do you think you can play, but which one you'd want to play, and it still be the no, same. I- no, I think I can play any position. That's no problem. Like, you can just throw me anywhere for real. Yeah. But if I had to pick, 
I would probably say, or if I had to say which position I know I could play and I would pick, I would definitely say tight end. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be fun. Now, you're listed on the on the website as 63290. Is that where you're sitting at? Yes, sir. Right about. Yeah. And you got that tight end speed? Oh, yeah. And oh, I yeah. Can block, I can block with the best of them. I got hands, yeah. like hands stickier than, than honey on a Sunday. So. <laughs> I love it. Now, with that being said, I'm expecting an interception this year. Uh, if you got sticky hands, that, uh, we got to see that paw go up in the air, pull one down one-handed as the pass comes over, or something like that. That's what I'm expecting. Uh, <laughs> Ryan Jackson going to knock it up in the air for me. Yeah, I'm going to go up there and climb the ladder and get it. Okay. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Uh, what's the What's the drill you like to do the most in practice? Um, I would say – Probably our block recognition uh, drills, those help me a lot, especially in the run game. We have a, a very run-heavy offense, so we and we tend to do a lot of uh, zoning and we do a lot of outside zoning, so it's a lot of a lot of movement going on up front. So you have to be able to recognize those blocks, recognize what you're getting, and be able to make the plays whenever they need to be made. And the only way to do that is to be able to understand what blocks you're getting. So I feel like those those – those drills that Coach Hawk set up for us are, are very, very vital to what we got to do. Now, I asked Hawk about this. Last year, the run the run defense struggled. Uh, there were definitely issues. Now, you weren't here last season, but I'm assuming you've heard that, and I'm assuming you've, you've, you've heard that a lot in practice and, and everything like that as well. Um, what do you think is going to be the strength of the defensive line this year? Um, I would say the strength, it really comes from all positions. We, we have a lot of strong guys in the room. We have a lot of talented guys in the room. Every position every position group has dogs all all across the line. So I think the, the thing for us is to really just key in on our, on our assignments. Um, it's not a game where you can just stand up and look in the backfield and play the game and and you know it's not like that anymore. Like you have, there's jobs on the field. Like it's one. Every, there's a one eleven. Everybody has to do their one eleven. And up front, if we do our three elevens, we're fine. That's I, I feel. I genuinely feel that. So when we just do our job, locking in our assignments. Is just nobody that can really block us. Nobody can really stop us. And I promise you, if we when we do this, we're gonna have a top defense in this country. Now you guys don't get a slow start, right? I mean, you got Cincinnati week one, Kentucky week two. Um, are you looking forward to one of those games more than the other uh, as far as the opponents, the locations, that kind of thing? I know every game's just as important and the next one's the most important. I get all that stuff. Uh, but uh, an opportunity to go play what's now a big 12 school in Cincinnati and an SEC school in Kentucky. Uh, have you come to playing anybody close to that at that, that level before? Uh, previously in the years we played, at, at Elon, we played Wake Forest, uh, Appalachian State, and um, recently last year, Vanderbilt. So we played a few of those or one of those conferences in the SEC, and we played some some t- type high-caliber teams in uh, Wake Forest and Appalachian State, especially in that 2021 year. So um, I would say Cincinnati definitely is a is a one circled on there for me. Uh, you know, I've seen them have great success, especially – Within the past four years uh, of them making the college football playoffs and uh, moving up, and you know, sending a lot of guys in the draft uh, these past few years, so um, it's a it's a definitely a great opportunity, and I want to you know be able to go up there and I want to be able to show out and I want to be able to bring back a win to the to to EKU because 
I know nothing would be bigger than beating the college football playoff team. That would be that's a that's a really that's a really good goal. But you know, we also got our eyes set on Kentucky too, because that's a very good opponent. Uh, they've been strong in the SEC for the past few years, and they've been sending a lot of draft picks over the years. They're highly 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 looked at school, and we know that if we go up there and we show out and we go bring home a dub. Is is nobody that's stopping us? We know that, regardless regardless of who we play, nobody's stopping us. But it's definitely important for us to go up there and and show out against these teams that have, have proven to be some of the best teams in the country. That only gonna show that we're one of the best teams in the country. Now, Ryan, can you imagine how many people will be in the seats if you guys are able to win at Cincinnati or at Kentucky or both? I mean, I, I don't think I could fathom <laughs> if we could fit in Roy Kidd Stadium. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. They'll show up. There ain't no doubt about that. Now, I gotta ask this. I've I like and so on Wednesday nights, me and my dad do a show at eight o'clock, and uh, we're previewing college football conferences and everything right now. Um, we have, we break every conference. We do the power five conferences. We break them into tiers. Uh, so we got national championship contenders, conference championship contenders, the middle of the road pack. And then our last tier, we call the Vanderbilt tier, which is the worst tier. You don't want to be in that tier. Right. Um, when you were at Elon, did you guys beat Vanderbilt? No, we didn't. We, I believe we lost by 11 points. Uh, it was a very it was a very close game. We we definitely left a lot on the field that game, and that still hurts me to this day because I knew we should have beat them guys. But you know mm -hmm. that's it's still a, a you know top a, you know or I wouldn't say they're a top program. Obviously not in the SEC, but they're still a top program. Uh, we, we played them they, the week before. They had killed Hawaii. They put sixty on Hawaii, and then we came out there and we had a good game against them. And yeah. we obviously probably should have won that game, but uh, you know tough. Tough games happen like that, but uh, you know if they're they're definitely a solid opponent though. They have some some solid guys over there. Yeah, I I just like to take every opportunity to bust on Vanderbilt that I can. Uh, they they are an SEC school, and you can't take that lightly, of course, as well. And I know Ryan's he grew up closer to Vanderbilt as well, but we've talked about this before. But um, yeah, for whatever reason, I grew up in Murfreesboro, and my dad hated Vanderbilt, and so I hated Vanderbilt, and that's just the way it went. And we used to go watch him get beat, but um, nonetheless, I just I thought I'd bring that up. Nobody else cares about any of this. Uh, but hey, it's okay. It's my show. I can talk about whatever I want. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, Ryan, any other questions for Marvion? Uh, Marv, do you have a signature celebration or do something on the fly when you make a play? Signature? Nah, I wouldn't say. Well, I would say my I do have a signature. It's probably just a little, just a little fist pump. You know, just throw my arm. Oh. Let's okay. go, like you know, one of those. You know, it's pretty, pretty simple, of course, but that's probably my my go to. But you know, when it comes to the sack, that's just gonna vary. That could be anything in, in the moment. So you know, hopefully, it's obviously gonna be it's gonna be legal. I know Coach Wells gonna see it. it's gonna be legal, but you know, that's 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 gonna vary though. That's gonna have to just be a game time decision. Great question. Uh, you got a pump up pump up song you like to listen to before. Before you take the headphones off, uh, anything, anything, young boy, honestly, anything okay. NBA, young boy, I'm, I'm, I'm pumped, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go, yeah, I'm ready to go. And once I hear that crowd, that's music to my ears too. So, yeah, uh, you guys got a concert coming up on campus. Um, is it Little John? Little John will be here. Yeah, 
I don't know. You guys like Little John? I, I'm saying he's a, he's, a, he's a legend. He's, yeah. he's a he's a great. You know, he has some some. He got songs everybody likes. So, I mean, yeah. I, I, I can honestly say I don't know any of his songs, but that. Probably not surprising. <laughs> At my age and everything else about me, I think that makes a lot of sense. But anyways, um, Marvio, Mar man, I've enjoyed talking with you. I've talked to probably a lot of, wasted a lot of your time tonight, but uh, I enjoyed it at least. I hope you did too. Oh, oh, and... no, you're, fine. you're fine, man. I enjoyed it. I really appreciate you letting me on your show. Yeah, man, we enjoy having you on. We're excited about what the year holds and, uh, and what you're going to do here at EKU. We're excited for you to be uh, productive on that line next to the, next to Ryan and and uh, excited about what what the season holds because it's going to be a fun season. It's going to be a tough season, no doubt about it. Uh, but it's going to be a lot of fun too. So welcome to EKU. Uh, good luck this season, and we're looking forward to cheering you on. Yes, sir. I appreciate uh, that. All right, we'll see you later, man. Thanks. I'll see you. All right, y'all. Good one. <laughs> All right, that's Marvion Field, defensive lineman for EKU. One of the newest defensive linemen for EKU as well. Uh, fun conversation, and that one that that interview went off the rails. That's my bad. Uh, I apologize. Thank you for all those who've stuck with us and listened through. Um, but I enjoyed it. I had fun. It's just it's later than normal, so I, I got to stay with it. Ryan, man, first day of camp. How's it feeling? It, it was honestly a blast. Uh, we came out, had some really good energy, especially for our our opening session, and then we came back for our first little. First little helmet day, and it, it was honestly stuff was just clicking. It seemed like it seemed like not that we're light years ahead of the other couple years. It just seems like we're used to it, and mm -hmm. we do now. Like this is just repetition drills, practice, repetition drills, practice. It's, I I'm I'm excited to see how this goes because we had a great opening day, great first day. Uh, I'm I'm excited to see what what happens to, with the rest of the team. Now, is camp um, is it mostly conditioning technique that kind of stuff uh it's mostly it's mostly reps trying to get people reps trying to get opportunity giving people opportunities to play mm -hmm. so that's where i would say you you're going to get your conditioning in and you're going to get all the other fundamental stuff i think the the main benefit of camp is reps and okay. to, to really elevate yourself or separate yourself from somebody else yeah. Um, I want to talk a little bit about the detail of defensive line work with you. Cause again, I'm, I'm just a fan and I've hear stuff on TV. Doesn't mean I know what in the world we're talking about. Uh, so let's talk about technique. Cause you guys play three down linemen. Um, is there two different techniques and in, in your guys' setup or more than that? We, we do, we do two different techniques for right now. Uh, it depends. We scheme up stuff for teams. Obviously, it depends on the team. But our main base defense is a three-man front. We're not a stack team. I think I believe we're just a, a three-two defense, to where we have two four eyes and a nose guard. Okay. And with a drop. Um, so when you're talking on the on the D line specifically, mm -hmm. uh, hand in the ground uh, for the guys on the edges, hand on the ground or hand in the air. That's another. That's another thing that uh, depends for for our jacks. Our jacks are more stand up ends for us. They're more big pass rushing guys, but they're still big people. Like uh, Shaq Fall, he's at least two for two fifty somewhere in there. He's he's still a bigger guy. That way we can put his hand in the dirt. Yeah, Aiden Boss is the same way. A converted defensive end to jack. Right. Yeah. It, it, we can run them any way they're comfortable standing. Sam's on the other hand, they're more of 
converted safeties, so they're probably more coverage guys. So they're used to standing and being like light on their feet. Yeah. Now, um, with the three down linemen, are is your guys' job mainly uh, containment? Is it mainly you know uh, penetration? What would be your main main our, purpose? Our main goal is to clog up those interior gaps to okay. where you, those two four eyes they need to contain the B gaps to where this is their gap. I don't need anybody to push you out of it or stay. I need you to stay in these these three set gaps. And our nose guards, our nose guards play. A backside A is called a lag, to where um, where we're playing we're playing like the backside A, and th- this is all for our scheme. Uh, other sure. people have differently, and we have our linebackers filling our A gap and our backside C. It, it it's a whole for a defensive line. You need to know your rules. You need to know the progression, and you need to know why you're playing what. Because mm-hmm. for me as a nose guard, if I don't lag on some plays, it's not just jacking up the defense. It's not just jacking up whatever the play's going on is jacking up the people behind me. Yeah. Because the people behind me need me to stay in my gap. That way they can flow off and fit on their run fits. Yeah. What are you listening for when you're when the play's getting ready to go and the quarterback's calling out his stuff? Are you listening for anything specific? Um for me, I like I like keep keying on what offensive linemen repeatedly say. Okay. If they repeatedly say the same thing and you repeatedly get the same play, obviously that's their call for one thing. Yeah. And then as a nose guard, we like to move like our defense, we shift and move a lot. Mm-hmm. And I'm who does the call. I'm also listening for snap counts. Because okay. if I can if I can start picking up on a rhythm and snap count, I can start making them jump. Yep. Yep. Now you're not allowed to like you're limited on what you're allowed to do noise wise, right? Mm-hmm. I can I cannot say their snap count. I can say move all I want, but I cannot say that. Okay. Um, have you ever kicked a football? Or moved it. Use your foot to move a football backwards uh, before before a play. I I haven't gotten the chance to. Would okay. I potentially? <laughs> I would definitely potentially attempt to because I've seen people do it. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure I did in high school. I, I was I was uh, I was one of those guys. I, I definitely probably did that in high school. <laughs> yeah. Well, you were a coach's kid, yeah. um, which makes a lot of sense. Those are the those are the ornery ones. They know the rules. They know the little things, and uh, they tend to you know. They tend to play play the line a little bit uh, there as well. Uh, defensive line guys in your room. Uh, we haven't had a chance to talk about this yet. We talked with Marv, uh, Marvin Field. Um, you've got some other guys. Let's start with the guys that have been around. Darian Baker is probably the main one that's been around on the defensive line. Um, what do you think about uh, – not what do you think about Darian. I know what you think about Darian. Um, but Darian and his his progress and where he is right now. It is crazy to see how much D Bake has grown because me and him have literally been at the same. We went from the start line to where we're at right now. Me and him have been together since we first got there at Eastern. Not attached at the hip, but we're definitely good friends. It's, it's crazy to see how he's mentally grown for sure. Physically, he's a whole lot bigger than what he was when he first got here. He's in much better shape than when he first got here. He's, he's just another guy who's put in the work, the time, and the commitment to where He's he's met EKU standard each year. That's why that's why you see him progressively keep getting better. Yeah, he he he's just been on fire, and he has has a heck of a pass rush. Has a heck of a he has some heavy hands. Mm-hmm. You need to interview D-Bay. You would never you would never know some of the things about like if if he's in if he's by himself, he's usually like kind of shy, standoffish. But 
he's in the group you would forget he had seven brothers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, what about these new guys? Uh, I mean, what are they bringing to the table? I, I I like all the new guys. The one thing that I wish Marv had said about our D line and what we will be successful is our team chemistry is amazing. I hmm. guys is I've never bonded with other men like this in a while. Like this this is this has been great. I I've enjoyed meeting these people. I've enjoyed learning their names. I've enjoyed playing alongside of them because even we get reps with them every now and then. But Rodney Wright coming in from ETSU, he's a another big guy, another guy who will come and help. He just brings a good effort, plays with a fire. It, you would think he has a giant chip on his shoulder the way he's out there playing. Hmm. Darius Sterling, he comes from a, a D2. I don't know the exact one, but due to country. Union Military Academy. Oh, that one. <laughs> sure. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Dude, dude, dude is country strong. And he, he's he's kind of like where I said with Josiah. He's just going to continue to get better as long as he, as he stays right here. Yeah. He, he can do nothing but continue to grow. Kanan yeah. Jordan, he's another great character guy in our room. He he kind of ties us all together. He's he's more of the like quiet. He'll punch the line a little bit, but he's he's also been a, a great add. And it's just it's just been awesome getting to know these guys and seeing how they they just mix with our team very well. It's, it's kind of like we're all we're all on the same page before we even knew each other. Who's the guy not named Ryan Jackson on the defensive line that we're going to notice very quickly once games start? I, I hope you would notice all of us. Um, but the first person that will pop off, you're like, wow, this kid's not an Eastern Kentucky kid. I would have to either say uh, Rodney Wright or Jeremiah Bailey. Those two play with so much explosiveness that it'll, it'll pop. It, out of nowhere, they might have a big hit, and you you don't even know what their number is. Yeah. Because these are two new people. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'm looking forward, man. Game one, I know you guys got to be itching like crazy to get to get to the actual real games. But, man, game one against Cincinnati, it's just right around the corner. I mean, it's, it's almost here, man. We're in August. That's crazy. Right, right, right. <laughs> oh, so I, let me not forget one more person, one more person. Yeah. Gabe Fletcher. He's another one. If he, gets oh, yeah. on the field, if he gets on the field, expect big things from him. Yeah, Gabe, uh, redshirt sophomore. Uh, he's from the Tennessee area, Memphis, I think. Tennessee. That's my guy. I couldn't forget him. He would hate yeah. me. <laughs> he's there for sure. Uh, man, I'm telling you what, it's going to be fun. Like you said, you know, I talked with, with Coach Hawkins about this at the end of the interview. I knew he was – I waited till the end so I didn't get him in a bad mood. But, you know, about that run defense. And, man, this, the, last year there was just – there were several games. I mean, I can think of two off the top of my head. But several games where this the run game was – they just couldn't – couldn't stop anybody um is that the main emphasis this year or is it just one of the emphasize i don't think that's how you say that but it, run run games always going to be emphasis every, emphasis every year and we they they always talk about it and they always bring it up in meetings but all they've we've always just kept getting better at defending the run all we've done this camp is worked on our run fits i'll say the one thing we did do different this year than last year, Coach Johnson is not not giving us more more control, but he's definitely he's definitely trusted us more to where we're going over run fits. We're going we're trying to learn defensive linemen are trying to learn what the linebackers do, are attempting to learn what the safeties can do, are attempting yeah. to learn what the corners. We're trying to we're trying to be one more than eleven out there. The defensive line, the linebackers, the the safeties. We're trying to be more of a one one knit group to where hopefully that will help us not only in the run game, but just overall playing together. I yeah. think I think if you can get a team chemistry going to where 
everybody's clicking on the same point and you trust each other, I, I think that's probably will make our defense much better. Awesome. Well, the plan is next week to go to the O-line and uh, we'll bring in Coach Losey and we'll uh, bring in uh, one of the oh, – probably Josiah's the plan right now, but uh, we'll bring in one of the O-linemen as well. And, of course, your uh, direct counterparts, as you guys see each other a lot in practice uh, and things like that. So that'll be fun uh, to, to have that conversation. Uh, and this week's schedule was weird, and we we kind of uh, – we actually pre-recorded this episode. It's going to air live on Thursday night – or not live. It's going to air on Thursday night. Um, we pre-recorded Wednesday night to fit the schedule uh, for Coach Hawkins especially as well. So I know you guys are crazy busy right now. I'm sure you're exhausted. Uh, it's, it's 10 15 right now. And you just got home and jumped on, uh, from, from a long day at work. So, uh, I'm glad that you were able to jump on. I wish you could have been here for Hawk, but he was, uh, he was definitely, you could tell his mind. He was very busy. He talked to us. I appreciate that, but you could tell he had a lot going on. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, but I wish, I wish you were there, uh, as well for that one. But when you go listen back to it, we'll talk about it next week and see if you have anything to add. Or defend yourself. I asked. I asked Coach about you. So uh, no, he didn't say he didn't say anything bad. Uh, but I love it. Uh, we're excited. I'm hoping. I'm hoping Friday to make it out to practice uh, and see you guys out there and uh, see everything that's going on. And and I always like to go out there and hear hear Coach Wells uh, yelling. It's always a highlight of my day. So uh, <laughs> we'll get out there for it. Uh, but Ryan, man, again, I'm so I'm I'm so appreciative of you and your willingness to help out and. Uh, excited about what's ahead next next week. We'll talk O-line. Sound good? Yes, sir. Sounds great. All right. So follow us on social media at Sports Stove. You can catch the show. You get the audio version anywhere you get your podcast. The uh, video is available always on uh, YouTube, Sports Stove YouTube page. Make sure you visit Mad Mushroom Pizza. Get yourself some pizza. We didn't play the ads tonight, but IPM, Pest and Termite, and All Around Roofing quality locally owned and operated businesses in the area. If you live in central Kentucky, uh, check out those fine folks and thank them for supporting the show. All right, folks, thanks for tuning in to this edition of the sports stove local hour Uh, until next week. We'll see you around us.